slipping through time. That's a hell of an intro. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Words are meaningless. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have it, but I'm trying to get the full cast out. Oh, okay. I'll pad. This is the... I'll pad a little bit. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Kyle. And I'm Ryan. I'll talk into the mic now. Oh. Hey, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> As I look at my phone. Podcast. <laughs> how you doing, buddy? Uh, doing pretty good. How are you? Good, man. I'm glad that we could finally fit this in. Like, you just had to come over real quick, and we haven't been hanging out for the past two and a half hours. I don't know why I set up these I don't know. stories. So, <laughs> we just, we hung out for the last few hours, is what Kyle uh, roundabout went and teased, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. Um, I don't know why I care. But yeah. why do we hang out? Uh, we watched the next movie, I guess. Uh, the next next piece of media we are experiencing for the month of Masia. I see how you said media and not movie. Is this because it was a bootleg? Are you no, bootlegist? No. <laughs> no, it's because we also play a game. from. So it's Oh, I it's see. You want to be media. inclusive for the whole yeah, month. Yeah. I see. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. No, I don't mind boot. I have... I did have a bootleg of something. And I used to have a fake Rolex. What? what? <laughs> oh, I had bootlegs of like uh, the Star Wars expanded editions. Hmm. The expanded editions. Which ones are or those? No, it was the uh, like they released the original print and like a rare DVD, and I have a copy of those. Was that the one where it had um the one movie that was completely untouched? But it's still in widescreen. Yeah, and I think they like cleaned it all up. And yeah, they, they never re-released them. You can only get the special editions now. I think so. Yeah, which nobody wants. So you've got a bootleg of those. Yes, and I, I think it's over there. Man, I feel like we should have watched them and said the VHSs for our Star I Wars movies. Yeah, probably <laughs> I mean, that was a fun better. experience for sure. But I've never seen those versions either. I don't know how good they mm. are because they are a bootleg copy. I don't know yeah. if I've ever actually watched them. I just own them. They might. I might have totally got ripped <laughs> off. Well, I mean, this is the only bootleg I have is a Battle Royale. And you didn't buy this in any of your times overseas. You no. You bought this off of eBay. Yes. And as I remember kind of the details here, it is 100% after Kill Bill... I heard about Gogo Yubari being ripped essentially from Battle Royale, that her uh, outfit in Kill Bill was matched off of Battle Royale. That name kept kind of bouncing up. Tarantino was talking about how great of a film it was. And so I just got really interested in this and uh, had to see it at any cost. And I pirated it, of course, okay. as anybody would, uh, I guess, at that time, I should say. Uh, I, I pirate significantly less now. But um, I ended up loving the film. And I wanted to get on DVD because at that point, I was such a DVD collector. Like, I had maybe, I don't know, somewhere in the mid-thousands for DVDs. I had shelves upon shelves. Like, I was really into it. And I wanted this one for it. But um, there was no North American release. So I went on eBay for, I think, $35. I got this. And watching it today, like, I realized, like, oh, shit. This is Korean. Like, all right. So what it was, was I think as, as I'm watching this, this is my, my guess. 
a Korean taped this from a video format of their own, then made their own disc where they took the Japanese translated into Korean words and then translated it once again into English. So you have like a two-step translation process that ends up making like some of the words make no sense. Yeah. Uh, some of the grammars real off like weave instead of we are yeah. in weird places. Um, and I don't know, but somehow that adds to the charm and I wouldn't take away from it because like, I think it's kind of, I don't know, weirdly innocent in this very bloody movie when you have a character die and it's all about like how cool you are. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> it is a lot about that. And one thing I will give it is that uh, the Japanese get machismo almost better than uh, an American action movie star. Like, Oh yeah. It, it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, man, I'm excited to talk about Fortnite Battle Royale. Uh, no, there's been a, a huge influx of those style of games. And this, mm -hmm. this movie was like one of the first big it is. proponents of that culture. I mean, that's where the I name think it is. comes yeah. from. Like, yeah. Those style games are all called Battle Royales as almost a homage to this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, how did you, so you heard about it through Tarantino? It was all because of Kill Bill and Tarantino. For I sure. think I heard about it sort of the similar way, uh, but it was also Nathan added. Nathan's also mm. my like mm -hmm. weird film guru guy. We talk about all yeah. kinds of weird shit like that. So uh, he was also interested in the the Hodorowski film, right? Which one's the Hodorowski? The oh the, the Holy Mountain or oh yeah Jodorowski. Right? Jodorowski. Yeah. That's right, Jodorowski. Yeah, he is. He is a good one to go to for off the beaten path films yeah. to talk about like you can talk about like whatever the latest marvel movie or whatever is with pretty much anybody nathan's somebody you go to when you want to talk about some obscure shit you found which yeah. i mean as like the most sincere compliment because i'm that kind of person too we uh man i forget where i was going with that how you uh how you found out about battle royale through nathan right yeah but there was something else i was gonna say about I can't remember. Anyways. Oh, no. Uh, there's well, there's a, also a super obscure Japanese movie that stars Tarantino that me and Nathan both kind of found oh, out at the same time. Oh, Sukiyaki Western yeah. Django or yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> I also saw that for this very similar reason. It was right after Kill Bill. Very I similar think. around the time. Super yeah. hyper-violenced and uh, mm -hmm. a little long had, and drawn out. It, I, yeah, I think it was maybe not a great film narratively but like it had like the colors and like insane cameras that tarantino brought it just didn't have the dialogue characters or no story <laughs> yeah or yeah and and uh, i'll be the uh, too much tarantino love tarantino yeah, the like, man is not a good actor and should was, it should be a cameo at best he was a weird old creepy dude yeah which i mean i guess i mean he didn't play a type you don't play a type <laughs> True. Talking um, shit by Love Tarantino. I'm sorry. How many of the uh, Battle Royale style games have you played? Um, I've at least tried many of them. Um, like I've tried Fortnite. I've tried Apex Legends. I've tried Call of Duty Black Ops 4, whatever that mode was. Blackout. Oh, yeah. Blackout. I, have you ever played PUBG? 
Um, no, that's the only one I've not because it was PC exclusive for the longest time. And, and this out. was when I did not have a good PC. Okay. And then it came out for Xbox and I don't know. Um, by that point, Fortnite was out and I had tried Fortnite and I was just like, well, maybe this kind of game's not for me. Yeah. Fortnite you know? is, in my opinion, it's the worst of the bunch. I don't like it because you also yeah. have to do that building thing and I just don't care. Yeah. Those controls never <laughs> came to me intuitively. Like they never felt good how to build shit in that game and that's that's a pretty big barrier to enjoying it you know interestingly enough that's the one game that has a battle royale related merch like i think they had skins related from this i know um yeah it was PUBG. yeah yeah it was PUBG. Mm mm-hmm they have the uh, the women in the bus the the pink skirted ladies with the gas masks on who knock them out and then they have the beat takeshi tracksuit Okay. The Beat Takeshi tracksuit. Mm-hmm. Um, damn. I had to, oh. <laughs> we were talking about the Battle Royale games, right? Yeah. What I, I, I mean, I guess I'll wrap it up for my end. I don't know. They've never really caught me. I enjoyed probably Apex Legends the best so I far. I was going to say. But I, I don't know. They're, they're not really my cup of tea. What about you? Well... So I want to take this in a bit of a different direction, and then I'll come back to it too. Oh, okay. I where I wanted to go. All right. Um, we're we're free willing this podcast. Yeah, you were more of a, a PC kid growing up. Did you mm-hmm. play? Did you ever do like LAN parties with friends or anything like that? No, 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 never LAN parties. So uh, you you never played like StarCraft with like a big group or things like that. Did over BattleNet though with friends that you knew or just yeah. random people? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had our what battle net usernames and pass them out at school then go home and play so would you i'd almost treat some of that as like a battle royale because you could team up for a while oh sure yeah uh but make I remember, alliances and i remember maybe a alliances fun yeah game where like you, you're working with one dude for a while oh or, yeah or you're you're in chat working with somebody but you're whisper chatting to somebody else like hey uh we're gonna do this coup yeah but then who knows they're turning around and they're pulling the same thing on you that shit was so much fun, that real-life espionage, like, oh, man, I love that type of shit. And then working together to take somebody out. You know, we need to figure out a way to incorporate this into the next Hunger Games episode. Well, if only we could do a Hunger Games episode. That'd be tight, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, that's right, because of the way <laughs> these come out. I knew this was going to be an issue. <laughs> well, it, all right, I whatever. have this idea for a Hunger Games Disillusioned. episode. Disillusioned. <laughs> Where we get a bunch of other podcasts together and slowly kill a member off one at a time. But I don't know if it would work. Spoiler, it's going to happen. <laughs> All right. So at one point. Spoiler, it totally th- works. We're, I'm going to, yeah. at one point in this episode, that 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 wall of illusions coming down because I'm going to have to compare the two. Okay. And there's no way I'm going to be able to keep the timeline of these episodes straight. So, just spoiler, we've got that coming. Yeah. From what I hear, it sounds like it went together amazingly. You've got something to look forward to. <laughs> but, we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about... Battle Royale Killing games. your friends in StarCraft. Oh, oh yeah, just that. Uh, <laughs> no, that was my favorite part of StarCraft and WarCraft in those days. Were those... I, I, the the seek, what I forget, the Toggle Allied Alliance, right? Oh yeah, I guess. And all of that, and then you'd betray people and like switch teams all secretly. I'd also do the uh I'd love going in and trolling, doing the seven B one comp stomps. 
And then as soon as they beat the comp or right before, I unally with everybody. So the game couldn't end until the enemy who is me now is there. Oh. And so I'd be like, dudes, what's up? Why is nobody, uh, why, who's doing this? It's yellow. It's yellow. Let's take out yellow. And I just you'd, start pushing everybody to kill each other until they're like seeds two of, or three people uh, were left. I was one. I was like, it was me the whole time. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. That's terrible. I love this it. This is also why I love coup and games like that. Yeah. The same reason. <laughs> I do love any game where you can't trust people. Oh, yeah. And so, therefore, you can just play untrustworthy, too. Deception games, right? Yeah. That shit's uh, fun. That said, I don't think I would honestly last very long in a real-life battle royale. Going by, like, the rules of this movie? No. Absolutely not. Me neither. I... I do like the way this movie moves things along differently than the Hunger Games. Mm. Uh, they have a very similar concept, but done very differently. Oh, I like that it does the danger zones. That's the thing that mm-hmm. uh, like PUBG does and like Fortnite. Well, they have, they've always got the ever shrinking battlefield, and then mm-hmm. there's certain spots where explosive firebombs can rain down. Yeah, I never found out what happens in the danger zones in this one they They said it there's a line as he's explaining it it. if it's in it when the time happens your collar blows off and then you just explode your neck explodes so that's one of the concepts uh concepts in this movie is you have a collar put on you and if you all right let's what are the rules so you have three days. At the end of three days, there can only be one person standing. If not, every collar explodes because yeah. there's an explosive in that collar around your neck. So you're dead pretty much. Um, every in increasing, I guess, frequencies every 12 hours and every six hours and every hour, there are different zones that get locked off. And if you are caught in a zone when it's locked off, you explode. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that happens to anybody in this movie, though. No. They all avoid the danger zones very nobody, well. Nobody, uh, yeah, nobody dies by danger zone. They have, they have a very good understanding of reading maps and knowing where they're at. That's which... right then and there, I'd be done. Yeah, that's As true. soon I'm as I'd have screwed. to do that. Yeah, okay, I was thinking that, too. I was like, this seems a lot more complicated than I thought it was. I don't know if I could do this. Do no. they just teach Japanese kids how to read maps? I mean, they are, like, superior in every way academically to us, so I'm sure they do. That's racist. Is that racist? <laughs> Against I know us. <laughs> Maybe, well, I don't know. Um Fuck man, this movie's pretty heavy. It I is real heavy. I will yeah. say that. Uh, it, there's some yeah. implied child rape. Hmm, well, uh they suggest it's they Im- <laughs> They suggest a r- child rape could happen. Uh, yeah, but she and that's going to happen. Herself. But it doesn't happen. But it could have happened. But it Which doesn't. Which is still pretty heavy. For it's very heavy. Any movie. And then I would argue, uh, beat Takeshi in this movie and his relationship with Noriko. It's a little weird. It kind of verges on the the maybe there's something more. They well, don't just, really go into it, but it leaves you kind of questioning. I was also very curious when he just shows up out of the jungle. And then just fades back into it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. 
that one yeah the the that, that's one where you really have to suspend your disbelief, disbelief on sure. that one because it's it's like what bruce wayne getting out of the the tunnel or the hole in the dark knight rises and then within 10 hours he's back in gotham without any money and flying no planes. fucking yeah, yeah right it's just one where it's like uh, i guess it needs to happen for narrative purposes okay here we go. Okay, okay, fuck. Shit, I'll swallow this pill because <laughs> the rest of it's fine. All right. Uh, I really enjoyed the way that it sowed the uh, the distrust in people. Like it was a oh, yeah thing. Yeah. As time went on. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts of this movie. And this is something that I, I personally feel is missing from the Hunger Games. Is I don't think it really... In the Hunger Games, you're either good from the beginning or you turn into a shit bag right away. And like, that's kind of it. And like, the bad guys are bad guys and the good guys are good guys. And I think the only person maybe in the Hunger Games who can kind of go between the sides is PETA because he does have like that deception thing of like leading them to Katniss. This movie, I think, struggles with that kind of turn of conscience of like, I'm going to fucking die if I don't do anything and like, having to face your mortality and what you're going to do in a much more like serious and real way. And I think they kind of hit their base in this movie to cover like every way you could possibly kind of handle this, you know, <laughs> they do have a lot more people that they do focus on. Whereas like the hunger game, it's like seven characters. Yeah. And even though there's a lot more competing, yeah. like most of them die off screen. Yeah, and even even then, the Hunger Games is what maybe like there's how, fourteen districts, right? So I think twenty four. Twenty four districts. So there are forty eight characters in the Hunger Games then competing because there's two from every district. I believe so, or maybe it's twelve and there's twenty four competing. Okay, something like that. Either way, this movie had what thirty six. Had forty. Yeah, it's it's, it's up like there. Twenty boys, twenty girls. I think you feel it in this movie like every I feel like there's you easily get to know like 20 characters before they're killed off and there's backstories for a yeah. good portion of you, them. You definitely get introduced to them at least some you don't even like and some expect. that you don't but you still see them <laughs> die like and yeah you, and you remember seeing them earlier mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, which is again I think it's a thing that Hunger Games kind of severely lacks like. We don't see anybody die, but maybe that's because mm -hmm. Hunger Games is PG thirteen, and this PG is a or uh, and it's a young adult book. Like from the get go, yeah. like they've limited kind of Although the was range Battle, there. Was Battle Royale like a, a young adult manga at some point? It wasn't young adult. It was a manga. It was, a but manga. it was like R rated. Um, the guy who wrote and drew this manga is the director of this movie. Oh, BT Dubs. Okay. Um. And uh, I think it's pretty similar. I've never read the books. I, I feel like I've seen images. Like, I remember, like, a, a drawing of, like, the severed head with the grenade in it. Sure. So, like, I know they're not, like, young adult mangas. They're pretty violent. You know, they're, they, they are as violent as the movie is, yeah. I'd always heard rumors. So, this was my first time seeing this movie. I'd always heard rumors that it was incredibly violent. Maybe because I've seen so much stuff now. This was a little more tame than I was expecting. It was probably more violent in 2000 sure. and definitely in Japan. Yeah. Okay. So I think those are violence. the contexts. Yeah. 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 Weird. Uh, I'll tell you from my travels in Korea, two o'clock in the afternoon, you could be flipping through the TV stations and there's just like soft core porn on, you know, no problem with that. 
but then you change to a movie station and somebody gets stabbed with a knife. The knife is censored as it's stabbing, and when it comes out, they censor out the blood, so you can't... They're weird about, you know, the violence. Can't have that. Women on top of men moaning and doing all kinds of... A-okay with it. It's fine. That's just a typical Tuesday afternoon. That's, you know, no biggie. Weird. (laughs) Weird. They also Uh, have panty vending machines, so whatever. That is a real life thing, I guess. I... I guess I can't say I've never seen it with my own eyes. I feel like I have seen a YouTube video and I don't know the authenticity of it because I've not been there. Exactly. But I don't know. It's kind of like you hear about Bigfoot so much. You kind of be like, "Ah, maybe there is a Bigfoot. You hear about it so much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh. (laughs) The Japanese panty chupacabra. (laughs) Okay. the Japanese have a a version of Bigfoot too, I think. Maybe. Oh, I uh, I they could. I'm not sure. I don't know either. I know they have the butt demon with like the eye. the The butthole is like an eye that looks oh, at yeah. you and sees into your soul. Do you remember when we did a whole episode on cryptozoology with Sean? It was great. That was fun. I would love, I would love a follow up, Sean. Whenever you want to talk about some more weird shit, That's we're right. here, man. I was planning to have Sean on for Barry season two, but maybe we could have it on for also cryptozoology. Two, two episodes. Okay. Fuck yeah. We're re- you're hey, recruited, Sean. You guys like Sean? Too bad. You're going to get a lot of Sean. <laughs> Fuck I y'all. like how you said, do you like Sean? Too bad. <laughs> As if most people don't like Sean. And you're like, too bad, because you're going to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, good job. When you say it, it makes it sound shitty. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way I it. <laughs> so, Battle Royale is... Yes. It's a contest, sort of, where a class is chosen randomly. An impartial lottery. Level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a random freshman class. From no, no, no. Not, not just freshmen. Any age group. Oh, it That's was. why at the beginning you see like that shot of the girl and she looks like she's like six or five. It was so quick five. I, couldn't p- I couldn't pick up on that. Super young. She's oh, like okay. a child. It, it, it doesn't matter what age. It's so just a, a random class a random from a certain district. From, from a certain di- I thought it was Japan-wide. They pick a random district okay. and they pick. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyways, any school, any class age can get picked. And once mm-hmm. they go, it's a battle of the death. Till one lives. Pretty much. They are given food, water, uh, compass, a map, and then a random weapon, which makes this kind of different from the Hunger Games, which is just like, there's some weapons, go grab them if you want them, but most people are going to just kill each other right there, so don't do it. The cornucopia. Um, it's a big cornucopia. No, they give you random weapons, which range from pot lid to automatic assault rifle. Yeah. There's not, it's it's a huge fucking range from fuck you to like, okay, you might have a chance at living. And there's two random dudes that are also here. Oh, yes. When when their class wakes up, yeah. There's there's the, the dude that is in it, I guess, to avenge his dead girlfriend. Kawada. From mm-hmm. when he won it three years ago. Yes, which we don't know until later in the movie. This is a big mystery. And then there's also a dude who's in it who just wants to kill people. He looks straight up like he came from the manga. I'm pretty sure he had a, a pixel perfect rep- representation he of that costume. He also looks straight out of like a Tokyo Ghoul. 
Yeah, I would or, say like Bleach or something. I don't know. I don't know anime, but like I feel like I've seen it. He looks like he to a lot it. of Deer on Grey, which is a Japanese metal band that I actually kind of really like. I would say this guy would be the Japanese version of Gerard Way. Oh, sure. Sure. Maybe. He looks he looks like that type. I, you just look, you see this guy and you're like, oh, this is based off of an anime or a manga. It's based off of something. <laughs> He's one of the the machismo type characters. He has a stare down with the other guy that was pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. The blind stare down. Oh, that one was cool, too. Oh, okay. But when they first get his bag, then the Duke of is like, that's my bag. And they have a weird stare down. He's like, ha, 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 Yeah. That's good. <laughs> good. Good point. Good point. It's so weird talking about this so recently from another Battle Royale movie. I know. This was uh, maybe a mistake. <laughs> Doing yeah. these movies so close because I... I don't know. I, I have felt like going in, it was going to be real hard for this movie to win you over after you enjoyed Hunger Games. And like, literally, you just saw Hunger Games last week. Man, it is so close. And I now now I don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I still don't know. Um, Even after sitting by you this whole movie, I still don't know. Well, we also we didn't really get into an intro topic. No, we just really fucking went into mm-hmm. it. So we're gonna we're gonna I guess start talking more about this movie and then we'll do an outro topic. Oh, that's all right. Interesting. That's how we'll just adapt to this. Fuck case. it. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, I guess overall, like my one complaint with this would be my one big complaint with Hunger Games too is that after a while it goes on just a little long. Would have been better with maybe less kids, less dying, or just wrapping it up quicker. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of weird, like when the beat Takashi character comes out of the middle of the jungle, like all that whole section, like, I don't, why is it fucking here? Like, let's, let's cut all that and skip to just confronting him after they think that they're all mm-hmm. dead. I also don't <laughs> get why he calls off not to go check the bodies. Like, does all he right. know that they're alive and he so, just accepts his fate that like everything you're complaining about is tied together thematically and i think it's all to like his affections for noriko he calls them mm. off because it doesn't matter if he killed him or not he doesn't want them to know noriko is not dead because he hopes maybe even because he has he has a weird relationship with her as evidenced by the fucking picture he paints and that's like his big art project for the three days is he's working on that and you can see him working on it the entire time it's really creepy, too. And that's also why he and comes out of nowhere with cookies. the umbrella. And he's, like, trying to protect her, keep her safe, look out for her. I think if Nanahara did not show up when he did, he was going to take her kind of away or out of there and take care of her. Oh, okay. So, like, rescue But then Nanahara her. showed up and he was like, oh, your hero is here. Blah, 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 and lets her go. Okay. But I think that's all tied together and that's all there to paint this kind of weird undercurrent of affection for Noriko. He gives her the the, the creamsicle. They share a creamsicle on like the beach. I mean, if there's a better sign for I want to diddle you, uh, what is it? It's beach creamsicles? It's beach creamsicles. That's the universal diddle sign, I don't know. Huh? That's how I interpreted Kingdom Hearts, so I don't I don't know. Did I, did I get 
Did I get Kingdom Hearts right? I don't know. They all wanted to diddle each other in Twilight Town, right? Does beat Takeshi mean to jerk your dick? <laughs> beat Takeshi. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> that's the way i i interpreted that one um speaking of beating dicks uh gogo yubari is in this movie from sure, kill bill sure and she beats a dick with a knife oh man she does i got flashes of john wick from that yeah man i can't wait till we do some john wick episodes i know I because i too. fucking love those movies I, man. it was weird like I was watching that in this movie, and I was like, man, if I hadn't seen that three days ago, this would maybe have a lot more impact on me, but yeah. I feel a little numb to dick hits now. Oh, or and just like dick shots. fighting in general, like <clears throat> having that choreography of John Wick and then going to this, you know, a day or two later, it's a little bit like, well, this is quaint what you're doing here. I like it, but it's quaint. This has a very <laughs> independent movie vibe to it. Yeah, it feels it was made for pretty cheap. And I guess that's why it probably feels it runs on too long, too. That's a big complaint I have with indie movies is that mm-hmm. they shoot for so fucking long and show sporadically that like they feel a lot more things are worth just because it took more time for them to get them, I feel. Yeah. Whereas, like, I don't know, a movie that moves... it's st- and once It does... It starts off at a really great pace, like things are happening yeah. constantly. But then I think it's maybe that there's even too many students that, even though they're dying, like yeah, you just get numb to it, and it's like let's fucking wrap this up. I see. I'm I'm with you to a point. I don't I don't agree about the students dying. I I think they they they're able to kill off the students in an interesting way each time, and kind of I will say each student dying and then giving up their love true love confession <laughs> that's another thing and that is that, that is where it gets a little bit repetitive at least three times that i remember and i think like those deaths come like real close together like they're in a batch and it's just uh, you know i always thought you were so cute why didn't you ever tell me and it's every possible fucking variation of it too like I'm your secret admirer, but I never told you. But you shot me, and I'm dead. <laughs> but I want you to know I don't hate you for it. Yeah, there is literally everything. Uh, but it does get to be a little bit too much when it... That is like the... I understand it is high school. Hormones be running wild. That said... I think it's more than just three people that die right before confessing their true love. I think it's I think it's more like half a dozen, if not more. Maybe. It might be a lot. But it is so fucking much. And on this this most recent rewatch just now, I man, I noticed that I was like, I think I respond to this back when I was younger and closer to that high school age. Where you were more easy to And now love. like yeah, this high yeah. this this high school dumb fucking hormone shit, like I'm just like there's like death and shit happening. Like yeah. people are dying. Like this is, I don't know. It's kind of dumb, but I still have like a little bit of nostalgia for it where it doesn't really, it's not a turnoff yet. It's more, like I said, it's quaint. Like, oh, that's cute. That's quaint. Like you're not like, you're not moving me emotionally here with your unrequited high school loves. But like, I, I don't know. It's cute enough. I would, it would suck to have to go through this shit. In Gosh my darn it, you're though. so earnest. <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> I did respect the one kid that was like, hey, don't you want to get laid before you die? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You respected that kid like the I'd go for that. I'd try it. <laughs> that kid was like gonna he was threatening her. He was Dennis Reynolds implicationing her. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but they're not gonna cuss the implication. Also, if anybody does not or is not familiar with that scene, they need to look up Always Sunny Implication on YouTube. Watch that. And then go watch the whole series because it's all great. And then, then check out the dentist system. Also great. Oh, dentist system's real good. Really, most of the dentist things are pretty solid. Dentist is maybe best character. Maybe. I don't know. I don't you know who I've really grown to? Mac. Mac. I know, man. It's Mac and Dennis. It's one of them, but... Still love Charlie too. I I have a soft spot. I even love I love all of them. I love Frank. Right. I well anyway. No, <laughs> let, let's have who would win in a battle royale between the Always Sunny characters? Popularity wise, <clears throat> no, or just death. like they're fighting to the death. Who would win? Honestly, I think it might be D. Really, D? I think D's first to die. I don't think so. I'd really I do. think she's the obvious choice. I think what happens is the. F- Four guys get together to plot to kill D, and while they're plotting to kill D, they all turn on each other because one of them says something fucking stupid or wrong, and they get really hung up on that one thing. Yeah. That's how it is. I would think D wins by laying low. I think Dennis might win. Because he is a psychopathic killer. Interesting you don't go with Frank for psychopath. Frank and like survivability. He's like a cockroach, man. Well, as much as Charlie wants to be wild card, Frank is the wild card. He is. Charlie just wants to be because he emulates Frank and he loves Frank. But Frank is the true wild card of that show. It's true. It's the one that's going to pop off and do the rent just because, like, no, I'm going to do this. (laughs) So, uh, Frank could also possibly win, I will say. But you you still go with Dennis. I still say Dennis. That's your pick. Okay. say D. Audience, what about you? What say you, audience, who has also watched? Either way, we both picked the Reynolds. We did. We, We picked the Reynolds. And and you somebody could pick Frank and still be in the Reynolds. That's true. I think the Reynolds are the way to go. <laughs> I think they're the way to go. You bet on that family. <laughs> you got a shot. But yeah, tell us what you think if you do think. Uh, yeah, if you, if you think, <laughs> if you are capable of, of forming thought, please let us know. Um. Also, let us know if you want us to do an Always Sunny episode because I would always be fucking down for doing those. But what about you? What else, buddy? What are you gonna wanna? Can you say about this or anything? Um, I love this movie, man. Yeah. Even 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 now watching it, like there are flaws uh, for sure, and it does not resonate with me the same way it did. But I, it it's kind of like that same charm to it that like an '80s movie would have, like you grow up with, and you kind of like you know the flaws, but like I don't know. I feel the characters are pretty decent. I love the shots and editing in this movie. I think the soundtrack and the classical score that they use, like, is great. I love it. I, I just, I love the score. It sounds very old school Hollywood classical, like you would hear in like a, a 70s adventure film or something. It, it has the sweeping orchestras. It's great. I love all of that. Um, I think Beat Takeshi's performance is fantastic. Um, I think, when it comes to anime, let me know how you think on this. Anime and Japanese movies, entertainment, um, I feel sometimes go a little bit two-dimensional. 
Um, yeah. A character is a character is a character. They will not usually change. That's sort of a, a trope in all Japanese media. Like, you can see it in, like, even Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Like, yeah. And Squall. They're, they're pretty two-dimensional characters. Because, like, in, in Japan, they wreck, they almost wreck, like, each character is, like, an archetype. They're almost like a, okay. a Zodiac yeah. sign type character. And they're always that way. That's why, like, it's so weird to us, but... And, like, especially in those PlayStation 1 manuals, you'd get, like, a character's blood type. Yeah. Because Japanese believe that the blood type dictates, like, a behavior type. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's why that would be listed because... And over here, it's like, it's like, what the fuck does that matter? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a character art. It'd be like their moonstone color sure. over here for something to relate to. But yeah. Or yeah. again, like their zodiac sign. Yeah. Or like things like yeah. that. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's the way it is generally. And I think that's really well said. And I think that is usually what keeps me at a distance mm-hmm. from this stuff. I don't like two-dimensional characters. If there's one thing that will take me out of anything, it's two-dimensional characters. And especially like over long series. Like, I, that's why Dragon Ball was really interesting to me then it wasn't because Goku is Goku is Goku is Goku is Goku yeah. for fucking ever. And like, that's it. And see, there are slight small changes, but it... To me, or, that's what I love about it is because I know when Goku shows up on the scene mm-hmm. like, oh... This is what, like, <sighs> Goku is this. Kid. Yeah. Like, he's here, and things are going to get set right. Like, it's this, I get what you're yeah. saying. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah. But and I think that's just what it's come down to. It's it's just personal tastes and differences. And this is something I've learned about myself is, like, I just don't gravitate towards that stuff. It doesn't work for me. Things that go I, on that long, yeah. too, like, especially Dragon Ball. Like, yeah. Goku's entire character arc happens, like, three seasons. For sure. And we're in season, like, 18, like. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. There's nowhere else for him to really grow. He's just mm-hmm. Goku. He's. It's almost the sort of the same thing with like comic book characters too that have been around forever. Like, oh, well, I mean, you can it's play with them, weird. but like Superman is Superman. Like, sure, there, there's different types you can play with them, which is more than you can do with anime, since that's sort of like yeah, you're probably one not wrong in yeah. charge of it, but. I mean, it's almost like one of these audio waves where it's like it's a spectrum and it goes up and down, but it's always in the same range. Like yeah. the characters are going to be the same. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like. I don't know. I I don't want to get bogged down into this, but goddamn, I'm going to say it. I feel like in, in Japanese entertainment, it's even more distilled character wise yeah, than absolutely. even comics and yeah. Superman and all that stuff. But um, again, they they are like the most base and archetypical characters. They do. And I think it's 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 all about plot more so and like the things happening in that more than the characters. It's that. Well, I think they make them that way, too, to make characters more easy for more people to relate to. Like, oh, sure. If you're sort of a jack off screw around guy like, oh, here's this character that fits into that because he's also class clown and maybe a bit of a jerk and all. So like Mm -hmm. that you can relate to that character. And it's more of this broad sense to just encapsulate everybody. And yeah, so that's a there, there is character journey, but it's it's not so refined. Let yes. Say. Yeah. Yeah. You, I'll, I'll I'll agree with that. And they yeah. usually go through through a lot of personal struggle and pain that they overcome. Sure. Like uh, 
the main character almost yeah that's i mean that's that was gonna be my uh, shot the fuck up but never stops and like he limps along through the end Uh because it's this unbreakable will that like is his runs through dad hung himself and he found the body his mom left home it's just constant like hardships and like everything you said is fucking perfect it's about them overcoming like the despair and like rebuilding and being and persevering like that's like the big japanese thing and if you want to tie that into the culture you can but like you know they don't have a ton of violent crime they just internalize and so these movies about overcoming and having strong wills are to say like hey keep going you're tough like you can do this like stop you know you can tie it into there regardless what you're saying i think is right and many times that doesn't work for me I think it works to Battle Royale's advantage because you only have so much time with each character here. Okay, sure. I, I think because you have these, like, these kind of 2D archetypes and it isn't, like, really deep or, like, profound, you're able to go through, like, different types and get to know, like, who exactly this character is within, like, a minute or so of knowing them. So then that when you go through 38 people, you feel like you kind of have a good sense of who those 38 people were in this movie whereas like in the hunger games uh, as you said we don't even know how many people were in there and but like you only remember six or seven of them you barely see any of them die yeah you only have like the main bad group the the district that has rue and the other guy and then katniss and Peta. yeah this one i couldn't tell you all their names because uh, they're japanese names and my brain doesn't work that way it's just Uh not wired that way but um I can tell you a good bit of like, oh, this is where they died because they were conscientious objectors. They didn't want a battle royale, so they jumped off a cliff. Oh, those who hung themselves over here. This one had a taser, and she died when Yukiko came. And I can tell you the geography of all this and kind of like their characters and like the beats. I can't do that for Hunger Games. And like this is only like a week after I've seen it outside of like the big beats that happened in that movie it is a lot more disjointed almost it feels like this one no or hunger games Games. yeah yeah i think it's the competing screen time with the capital stuff and this this movie doesn't have that burden like you go to the control room where beat takeshi is but that is it and even there it's still broke down enough to where it's not so jarring that it it shocks you like visually to be like oh we're in a different place now like yeah it still works Mm-hmm. flow wise like and it's usually in relation to what's been happening in the in in the conflict of the battle royale like when the two girls go out and try to broker for peace and then get shot we are then immediately cut to takeshi or beat takeshi who's giving the update and he was like for the girls who died blah 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 and blah 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 nice try for peace it doesn't always work out in your favor and yeah. it goes on and it's just like it's that shitty dryness like that gallows humor yeah there's a lot of black gallows humor in this movie i don't know it it works for me and i think it ties everything together even the bits that aren't in the battle royale itself and the hunger games struggles with that (laughs) well and i just i think i don't know i'd like to see you give more of the smaller run anime uh a try because i think you would dig some of the better stuff like i think you're right because of all the anime i've seen recently the one i probably got most into was flcl which yeah. is the one you showed me that was six episodes Felicly. and done uh-huh. yeah Felicly. 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 
um which fucking weird uh and weird. maybe that's why i kind of dug it because it's like the japanese cronenberg version also, of yeah, a it gets really better evangelion <laughs> i don't know it's weird that one's one of those ones that because it's six episodes they condense a lot into it and like you really pick up a lot on repeat viewings uh, that's what's really cool about fully coolie um but like just narrative wise i really think you would really enjoy cowboy bebop i think you would also enjoy trigun Cowboy Bebop know. is maybe the most perfect thing for you ever, to be completely honest. Why do you say this? Because <laughs> it's cool. Sell it to me. All right. Sell so it to me. Because cow- all I know is the theme, where it yeah. is like cowboys in space. Well, sort of. So it's bounty hunters in space, but that it's got this super slick, cool sci-fi angle to it, where it is in space and like everybody flies around in these slick, cool uh, spaceships. Mm-hmm. But then also, it's got this Western aspect to it. The main characters are bounty hunters that, like, through each, through, like, massive shortcomings and, like, things that are out of their control, they go for these bounties and they get them, but they don't get the money. So it's like this, this struggle uh, along. They're, they're always, everything's okay. coming down for them. It sounds and a then, lot like Serenity or Firefly. It is very similar to that. But okay. then it's also got this really cool Kung Fu aspect, because the main character... Weird uses and the it's really cool fight scenes drawn anime style but the main character fights in jeet kundo which is the bruce lee style so it's all this super slick cool flat dude it's so good and it's well animated yes it's okay. so fucking good you would and it's only 25 episodes the entire story is done like 22 30 minute episodes mm-hmm. right 25 okay. 30 minute episodes okay all. uh each one a lot of them are like kind of independent stories that have there's the overall story that mm-hmm. like gets referenced throughout and some episodes tie in more with that. A lot of them are just these characters interacting with different weird bounties and how they come together. Okay. Space cowboy shit, man, with Bruce Lee fighting. Well, all right. So this is going to be the distinction. Characters. Yeah. How are the characters? All are really they two dimensional? Are they the standard archetypes or do they do they more? They are standard with archetypes, it? but they do go through character growth. That's what is great about the okay. 25 episode okay. series. That's why I like those. Cause while they are archetypes, there are things that happen to them and they grow through them. So. Okay. I'm into that then. I'm into that. Really I'll give like it a shot. It. I'll yeah. give it a shot. I think it's all on Hulu still. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we can do a whole. A whole episode, but way later. I'm not trying to push it. Uh, I, I I'll give it an episode to see how it goes. <laughs> how what first one's you, good? Okay. Then, uh, the, how many would you say I would need to get a good idea? I don't know. It's cool because the it starts with just the two guys, but as episodes go on, uh, there's more main characters that are brought in and introduced and join the okay. crew that have their own specialties too. So, all right, it's some cool stuff. But I think the first one will kind of hook you. It gives you a lot of the the main ideas. And there's some sweet-ass kung fu and action right. scenes. I'll give it a shot. It's really I slick. I will give it a shot. All right, man. I promise. Well, that's, if that's all I accomplish <laughs> in Month of Mesia is getting you to appreciate one of my favorite animes, then hell yeah. I'm A-OK with this. Um, here's Here's a hint. I like Asian culture. You do, I know. That's, I just so that's what's for some reason the anime stuff just has never yeah, hooked me. Yeah, that's what's crazy to me because that's the first thing that got me. And I think you know, honestly, <coughs> if I'm being honest, the animation is usually real crude. Some of it, real like crude. That. Some of it's good. Like um, Attack on Titan really wowed me with its yeah, animation it's really style, good. and there's, there's been, been a like, few. 
Fully Coley's really good. Some of that other shit, like Lupin the Third, like all this hand-drawn stuff, you can tell when they mm-hmm. cut quarters. Evangelion. Like, we always made the jokes back when we were kids and we watched tons of anime because you can tell the budget cuts because there's just two characters standing in a hallway having an entire conversation, but they didn't want to animate any mouths moving, so it's just them standing there statically in, like, shadow. Yeah. No edits, yeah. no cutting from that scene. It is yeah. just it's that just, scene. Well, it'll be like a long, like, <laughs> slow wipe over this scene as they, like, but nobody is actually moving in the shot, and it'll just be tons of dialogue expositioned onto you. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, that that's less likely in this new computer. A era. lot of shots of a completely stiff person, but only their mouth, mouth hole is moving. is moving. Yeah. Yeah. All that shit. Why, the, why is it they say in Super Troopers it's 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 Afghanistan animation? <laughs> yes. Who is Johnny Chimpo? Johnny Chimpo. <laughs> I'm surprised that hasn't come up on uh, Stoner Movie September yet. I mean, we both have a pick, and I do we call our picks this year? No, I was going to ask you earlier off camera. I want to. We'll talk about it off. I'll think I, about it, but I'll tell you why. If Super Troopers doesn't come up as a fucking guest choice. <laughs> I might pick this one pretty soon because I really enjoy Super Troopers. Overall, on a scale of one to 39 dead Japanese school children. Cool. With 39 being the highest score. Uh Uh-huh. What would you give Battle Royale? Well, since you gave me the 39 scale. There's got to be one winner, you know. Okay, I get it. I get it. Um, I don't know. I'd probably, out of 39, I'd say it's maybe like a 36. Oh, that's really, that's like a nine point eight or some shit. I don't think that math is right. A nine point. Well, if it's if there's because it'd be like a nine point two five. Because thirty six divided by four is okay. nine, so three down would be three sure. quarters okay. of one. Nine point or ten. Nine. Yeah. Nine two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Nine point two five. Really high score. Um. Yeah, or what did I say, 30, 36. So sure. 36 or 35, somewhere in there. Um, yeah, I, I love this movie. Um, it has its flaws. Um, it's not, it really, all I could say negative about it is it just didn't speak to me in the same way it spoke to me as when it, when I was like fresh out of college or high school. This is so like a fantastic movie. There are some great shots. I love, the one shot of the main bad guy shooting down the girl as she tries oh. to get up and go away and it doesn't break and it feels it feels a lot like that first person shooter scene from Doom. Oh, like, yeah. But this came way before that. Like there are some good the shots. The movie Doom, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie Doom. Um there are some insane shots. I love I love the I don't know, the editing in this movie I think is real cheeky and amusing at times. I, I just, I dig it. I dig it. I love all of the backstabbing. I love kind of the high drama bit. I don't know. Uh, is it realistic at all times? No, absolutely not. But for some reason, it fucking works in this weird, charming way. I don't know. I would highly recommend it to anybody who can sit through subtitles. Yeah. But, and, and probably find a version that is not a bootleg copy of a copy of a copy. You, you know. You said it was on Netflix, like, up it was ago. just a few months ago, but it has been it's a removed. shame. It's 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 now gone. You can probably find it for somewhere. Uh, I think overall I'm gonna give this movie like a 27, 28. I think that's about as you did it so high. I don't even know what this means. <laughs> I think it's like a seven or eight, maybe a six or seven. I don't think 
it's an eight. That's a... no, it's probably <laughs> six or seven, which is about okay. That's I mean, I so think that... all right. Let's let me reframe this. Yeah, compared to the Hunger Games on the on the same scale, where does Battle Royale fall? I think. It's... And do you have a preference? I think I would rather watch Battle Royale before I watched Hunger Games, the first one again. But probably not by much, because Hunger Games is kind of close to that. Really, my big complaint with both of them is that they're both too long. I think they could both wrap up 15 to 25 minutes before they both do. I would go so far as to say there's maybe like five-ish minutes I would take out towards the end of Battle Royale, but otherwise Maybe, the yeah. pace just it does not bother me. Sure. I'm giddy the entire time. It does move very well, and like I said, especially at the beginning, like it mm-hmm. is just kicking along. Yeah. I don't know if I said this fact, but it's like 30 minutes before like the Battle Royale happens in Battle Royale. Yeah. It In Hunger Games, like it's an hour and 10 or an hour and 15 minutes it is quite before a lot it starts. We go through all this training bullshit. It's almost like it feels like the third act when it finally starts happening in the Hunger Games. And then it's the third and a half act before it finishes. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. So this one kind of picks up, but even I kind of agree. It, there's some parts at the end that really kind of do drag a bit or get a little bit melodramatic and into it a bit much, I think. I always had a crush on you. Yeah, that's fucking everything in this movie. <laughs> Every everybody dies before talking about their true love. Some story about the only one who doesn't. That badass badass fucking killer. Oh yeah. He, he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say one fucking word. I he like just that guy. kills for fun. He's maybe my favorite character. He's pretty dope, right? Yeah. And that final shot with him in the flames and like the blood streaks on his face and the no Ah, it's good. That's a great shot. It's pretty tight. Um I guess overall, man, so far, pretty good month of Asia. We've not had a stinker yet. Yeah, three for but three. But we've also tried to pick good movies yeah. we like. It's true. Uh, let's see what happens with our next game. Yeah, what is it? It's going to be Tenchu Ninja something. Stealth Assassins. Stealth Assassins for PlayStation <laughs> 1. <laughs> that'll be the last thing we review for the month of Asia. So uh, until then, we'll see you guys next week. I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. Check ya. Before I wreck you. <laughs> <laughs>